Come on, you yellows. Flying high below this Wembley archway sky today. Welcome to the original, the Talker United Yellow Army podcast brought to you each week by Guy Henderson and Richard Hughes of the Herald Express and Devon Live. We'll talk you through the latest news from Plainmore. We'll chat to the people making the news around the club. You can find us in the Talker United channel on the Devon Live website, on Spotify and on iTunes. Welcome to a summer podcast, the Yellow Army podcast, sitting on the decking in the sunshine, drinking coffee. With a dog. With the dog, who you can probably hear, there's birdsong in the distance, and football is kind of far from our thoughts, isn't it, at the moment? England are playing, aren't they, this weekend? Are they? I don't know. I believe so. I think they're international. <laughs> Malta. There was a... Um, the Malta? I saw it on the, on the oh, phone earlier be. on. There was a bit of a thriller in the Nations League last night. Croatia beat the Netherlands. Did they? In extra time. Did they? I didn't watch it. I only saw it in the news this morning. No. Um, but it's a fallow period for football, isn't it? I am regretting deciding to start my own Talk United column in the paper when I have. Yeah. Because, OK, for the first couple of weeks it was fine, but I've got nothing to write about now. There's very little to um, say. Obviously, when the season gets going, pre-season gets going, it'll all be exciting and there'll be lots to write about. It's quite a long time away. But there's though, only so it? many times yeah. you can write there's now 14 players in the squad, yeah. there's now 15 players in the squad, and then there's now 16 players in the squad. But it's our job to make this exciting, which people are tuning in going, oh, God, they've got nothing to talk about this I know, week. I know. Well, we will find something. Go on, then. What are we going to talk about? Wait. We're going to talk about the friendlies. Yep. We're going to talk about the uh, the arrival, the imminent arrival of the season. We'll have a little run through the squad. Yep. There's no Adi Aziz in any of our remarkable this season we'll run through the last few opponents and crunch a few numbers and and this week yeah yeah all this kind of thing so let's talk about the friendlies okay because we we kind of speculated last week that the friendlies were going to be of i kind of got a bit of a an off the record nod from someone outside of talk united that we wouldn't be playing uh, anyone the local teams. local teams yeah. um also we wouldn't be playing anyone spectacular other than the, you know the the obvious ones the exeter yeah. and plymouth games um and it would be under 21s for the rest of them now we did speculate that you don't want to get injured i think there's you an, element, get players to there's get an element of cotton wool in it yeah. isn't there there's there's a thought that how players, much cotton wool would it take to wrap those players a lot a lot of cotton a lot wool, of cotton yeah. wool bubble wrap maybe yeah maybe yeah um, but so we've got five friendlies. They've announced the eighth of July is the first one. I will be in San Francisco. <laughs> well, I won't be in Reading to see uh, Torquay play the Reading under twenty. Well, it's, it's, it's behind, behind closed, closed doors, doors anyway. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the fifteenth of July, the following week, they're away to Bristol City under twenty ones. I will be uh, on <laughs> the train on the way home from Gatwick. That's behind closed doors yeah. anyway. Uh, the first friendly that you can actually go and see is the 18th of July. I will be at Plainmore. At Plainmore. <laughs> home to Plymouth Argyle. Uh, that'll be good. Championship. Be good. Championship Plymouth yep. Argyle. Uh, you imagine that... Adam uh, Randall. Yeah, there'll be probably 22, 23 Argyle players will play. I thought you were going to say 22, 23,000 <laughs> there. would be nice, wouldn't it? 
Uh, the Argyle, what they've done in the last couple of years is they've kind of started off with a very young team and then half-time they bring on yeah. a completely different team. Yeah, they they looked decent, didn't they, in the last couple of years that we've played them in, in, in oh, pre-season yeah. friendlies. Yeah. And there's, there's a kind of... A, a kind of enmity no, a kind of no, it's not it's not an enmity at all it's quite the opposite there's a, a camaraderie yeah. now with Argyle because yeah. we don't they, mind the Argyle they came and helped us in our hour of need with a friendly some years ago yeah. when that you kind of remember that they came and played us in the middle of the season evening yeah. friendly they brought a load of fans with them uh, and it gave us a cash boost when we really needed it yeah. and you know we've kind of been friends with Argyle ever since they always do us a friendly uh, but a, a fair play Exeter coming to play us on Saturday the 22nd yeah um, Exeter still League One they gave it a good shot they gave, well, they, they, they gave it a good shot and then they had a run in I think the last six games were against the top six teams mm. I mean that's that's unfortunate far, isn't it? It? yeah but yeah. that's at Plainmore. It's a three o'clock kickoff. that is it is behind open doors mm. um, so that's on the 22nd and the last of the friendlies, which is the week before the season starts, the 29th of July, yep. uh, home to Southampton B, which may include Nico Lawrence, I, I think suppose. so, yeah. I think it's bound quite to. Nice. Yeah. It won't be the first time Nico Lawrence has had to mark uh, Aaron Jarvis. They'll have marked each other in training many, many times. They will, so yeah. They'll, yeah, they'll know. That'll be quite entertaining. Mm. Uh, that's a home game. That's three o'clock. He'll get a good, uh, good reception, won't he? He will indeed, and Southampton B are still going to be a pretty good side. Yeah. Interesting that Plymouth and Southampton have both entered the championship from opposite directions. Yeah, yeah. This season. Interesting so. to gauge it. I mean, Southampton under 23, B team, whatever yeah. they want to call it, won't be as strong as Plymouth, but it'll be interesting to gauge it. It will. Looking forward to that. And the season starts on August the 5th. It does. It does. Um, we still all the fixtures. dates came out yeah. last week, so we now know that all those those important dates I didn't bother writing down the playoff dates because we're not going to need them we're no, going straight no, up no no it's fine we're yeah. going up as champions yeah 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 uh, but August the 5th to April the 20th August the, the 5th from. Um, let me Ave, Avely away <laughs> our first ever fixture against Avely uh, when's the the, the, the fixtures are out I'm oh, asking you a question now who knows when the fixtures are oh no the, the date is up the date is, is up it? yeah I put it okay in, put it in the I think I put it in the paper um, I didn't see that. I don't know. Yeah, so it's, it's inside. It can't, it can't be um, far off now. I think it's while I'm away, which is. Uh, I'll keep an eye on him, Rich. Yeah, I'll keep an eye. On I, I think. I think uh, you might be slightly busy helping me out while I'm in California. <laughs> I may. I may. I, I look forward to it. So the last four teams we've been running through all the opponents, all the teams that we're going to play. Um, starting alphabetically with Avely. Yep. And we come to the last four now. We begin with Western Superman. All W's and no, W and a Y. W's and a Y. Three W's yeah. and a Y. Yeah. Uh, Western Supermare who play at the Woodspring Stadium, which was formerly the Westland Sports Ground. Yep. Um, so they share a sort of uh, heritage of helicopters with Yeovil, don't they? They do. Because as you drive into Yeovil, you pass the current Westlands. Yeah. Um, presumably it's their sports ground. Uh, it's 80 miles to the seagulls. Is it still? Is it that it's far? 80 miles. Yeah. Um, and you think of it as a as a local derby. What would they think in Manchester? <laughs> 80 miles is 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 a you know. They, do you know that when they were relegated from the National League South in 
2018-19. The year that we were in the National League South. The yeah. year that we won. Them it. and Truro went down, didn't they? And it was their first relegation for 132 years. Was it really? Yeah, apparently so. Wow. They finished bottom that season. We went up as champs. They, they must have moved to divisions League. by being moved rather than... The reorganisation must yeah, have the put re- them the in different reorganisations must have moved them about. But it was their first relegation in 132 mm. years. It was the scene of the infamous bin incident. Yep, the bin incident, the bin incident. <laughs> Which we shouldn't laugh about. We absolutely shouldn't laugh. There's nothing at all funny <laughs> about a frustrated fan hurling a wheelie bin onto the pitch. <laughs> Because it's, it's a very it. bad thing indeed. Naughty boy. But it was so funny. Yeah. Um, it was quite a bad-tempered evening, that, wasn't it, when we played them up there in 2000. It wasn't great by some of the fans off the pitch either, was no. it, in the town on the way to the game, etc. It, uh, it was October the 18th, 2018. We drew two each. Seiku Jani and Opie Edwards yep. scored for us. Yep. Uh, Bradley Ash scored a late equaliser for Western wow. Superman. Wow. Whatever happened to him? Who knows? I hope he's found himself a good club. Yeah, he um, has. Yeah, he has found himself he has. a good club for the coming season. He, of course, will be playing for us this season. We've played them twice down the years. We haven't beaten them. We've drawn once and lost once. They had a very, very good season in the Southern they League did. Premier. Um, they were battling with Truro City, who obviously ended up going up through the playoffs. But they mm-hmm. were battling for the. Um, the top spot for most of the season with Truro. Um, and Truro I think were at top very early on and then and then it swapped around and Truro kept winning and kept winning and kept winning but so did Weston yeah you look at Truro's re- result and you think right okay oh they won again and they they were just unassailable really and in the end um, Truro ran out of a bit of steam at the end and were overtaken yeah. by Brackley who they ended up beating in the playoffs but oh it, that was that, close, wasn't it? you couldn't get past no one no one was going to get past Weston <laughs> and it was a good size nice little stadium yeah. Weston I remember them being really friendly when we went up there the uh, the stadium the, the stewards and that kind of thing well they were at the start anyway uh, <laughs> there were certain fans who blotted their copybook um less so at the end but it was a nice friendly little yeah. ground it's easy to find you know Ollie Watkins played for Weston Supermare on loan, yeah. On loan, he was uh, he was a low knee at Western. Yeah, there are almost too many. Well, there are too many players. Ryan Northmore was a uh, manager for a while. He was. As yeah. I just I, no, taken one of your, I'd scribbled him down. Yeah, there yeah, are yeah. almost too many to mention. But uh, yeah, Ryan Northmore, goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. Uh, he kept goal for Western and managed them. Yeah. For a while, with some distinction by the yeah, look of it, yeah, by yeah. Look on their website. Did all right. Yeah, they they like him up there. They do. Um, players that we've had in common Scott Laird and Reuben Reed, both of whom we had on loan from Argyle and they're, but they're both there at the moment I, but well, yeah. uh, whether they've well, I've not looked to see if they've moved on elsewhere since since the end of last season but they were both there last season mm. it's a bit tricky to find that not all teams no. retained lists at this level no. make it onto Google searches so and you know some some things are going to be a bit of a surprise good to players us. at that level though that's why they yeah. could, no one could catch exactly. them you've got their players like that. Scott Laird obviously his, his, his dad is the manager of um, Barnstable at the moment is he I didn't yeah. know that yeah he was manager yeah. of Bridgewater for years very big Bridgewater connection I think they must come from that way and Ruben Reed's a decent player. We've seen Ruben Reed. Yeah, play we games, liked him, we? didn't yeah, we? I mean, we he's did. been. He, I, I, he must be 107. <laughs> yes, he, he played seven games for us in 2007. Yeah. So. Wow. It's a little while ago. 
Roger Gibbons, we had good friends with common. Chris Zabrowski. They both came through the ranks at. This uh, is this is a uh, Ruben, Ruben Reed, Reed not, Roger, Ruben Reed, not yeah. Roger Gibbons. <coughs> they both came through the ranks at Argyle. Good players. Yeah, good players. Good heritage of players. There. Yeah, Roger Gibbons is an ex-Western player. He played for us under Cyril Knowles. Wow, he was yeah. a, he was a those, good player. Those were the days. Andy Gurney, Bristol Gurney, boy. Yeah. Played yeah. for Western, Ryan Northmore, of course. Gary Hours played for Western did. Yeah. at one point. And obviously that was the first game that he didn't manage us at, wasn't it? Wasn't it Gary's uh, was it first, first game was, was Western? Well, Not sure. Think yeah. it was. Scott Partridge. My favourite. Another, favorite. another, like another Bristol boy. Yeah, uh, he played for Western and Matt Villis, who we mentioned. Yeah, he's uh, also last been there. Week. Yeah, he's also been. I there. suspect if you went back through the the annals of history, there'd be a lot. There were a lot. There were too yeah. many, to yeah, be honest. Yeah, yeah. But um, in fact, all the clubs, in fact, all but one of the clubs that we mentioned today, have many, many players in common with us. Any bands from Western? Richie Blackmore is from Western. Is he off of the Rainbow? Since you've been gone, was one. it him? That was that was that. I that was because there was a, there were a couple then. of changes, weren't they? But but he was the Rainbow, was he? He was Richie yeah. Blackmore. Since you've been gone, well, that's one of my. <laughs> see, I'm not a big metal fan. No. In fact, I find some of it disturbing. Yeah. If that's I had Scandinavian to name, stuff, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, if I had to name one metal song that I do like, it's. Since you've been gone by Rainbow, is that strictly metal though, or is that kind of pop? I I I think they'd see it as metal. Yeah, they probably. Yeah, would. we'll yeah. save this for our forthcoming music podcast. You heard it here first, which we decided There's we would the have. Phone. There's my phone. I'm just going to pause things here, and I'm going to go and answer that in case it's something important. Who was it, guy? I I, I didn't. Well, it was a bank alert. Was apparently. it? Yeah, and it wasn't a bank alert at okay. all. Because it's just one of those phone calls from a mysterious number that uh, panics you, but there you go. Anyway, it was junk. Junk mail. Junk mail. So we were talking about Richie Blackmore and our forthcoming music podcast. Yeah. Which we will be Which I, th- I think we should call Richard and Guy... Oh, no, hang on a second. <laughs> Guy and Richard do music. <laughs> we'll call it I've something decided. Like that. <coughs> That's a good Richard and... No, it's got to be you first. Guy and Richard. Seniority first. Okay. Instead of looks. Oh, we'll come up with yeah. something. We'll come up with do something. Do music. Like uh, John Cleese as well from Western Superman. Is he a famous person from Western Superman? Jill Dando also from Western Superman. Wow, yeah. Played him twice, won none, drawn one, lost one. Interesting. That's Western Superman. Yeah. Weymouth. I went to Western Superman. Yeah, it was shut. <laughs> More or less. This was this was our first little break away after COVID reopening and everything. Yeah. And we we got a hotel in Somerset somewhere, and for a day trip we went to Western Superman. Underwhelmed is the uh, is the memory of that visit. We went it up, was the wrong time of the year. We went up for the air show uh, a couple of times. That was quite good. But you just basically sit on the beach with a picnic and watch aeroplanes, well, much you, like the Tour Bay one. Yeah, when the, when the, when there's no air show and nothing else to do. Yeah, underwhelmed. Yeah, pier's nice though, isn't it? I bought some books in a in a W H Smiths. There you go. No, the pier was. See now you you got yeah, me you got me yeah, uh, for those listening and unable to see Richard just straightened himself up in yep. his chair as if he's got something very important to the say the pier we wandered up to the pier we didn't have any cash on us much like mm. normal because that's the way the world works no you have to have a pound to get into the pier a pound coin so uh, I said well where do I get a pound and he pointed yonder <laughs> to to a uh, 
to a cash point about half a mile away. Okay. And I looked at him and thought, I don't think this is going to be worth it. So the peer that Western it was quite rude as well. Get as, if, as if who who doesn't walk around with money in their yeah. pocket anymore? Well, that's the thing. Do you know I've got a watch that pays for things now? So have I. Well, not a watch. My phone does. You know, it's, it's not. It's crazy. It can't be real money, though, can it? Well, no, no money is real money, it is it? It's, it's, it's all fictional anyway. I mean, if you want to go, if you want to go down that kind of scary, <laughs> isn't it? Weymouth. Yeah. Founded used in to like, 1890. They, we used to play Weymouth occasionally in, in pre-season friendlies in the 90s, and I used to enjoy going there. The Bob Lucas Stadium, it's called. Yeah. Is that, is that a sponsor, or is that the name I of I think a, that's prob- probably a great, a great person of Weymouth. Do you know where they're called the Terrors? Uh, well, it's, t- it's spelt terracotta it, rather than terror as in... Correct. Yeah. It's because their kit is a terracotta. terracotta. Right. That's why they're known as the terrors. I still haven't managed to find out, by the way, why Truro are known as the White Tigers. I've been no. looking online, I've asked the question online. Well, we came up with some fanciful story last yeah. week that um, a, mine, a tin mine owner kept a white tiger as a pet. Which is, a, which is fine. You know, we were back. happy with that. Yeah. But then again, it might be something to do with the China clay and uh, the white soil down good. there. But that's that's kind of the yeah. south. That's down to Norstal Way rather yeah. than Truro, isn't it? Don't know. Keep don't keep know. digging. Keep digging. We'll keep digging. It's seventy-eight miles to Weymouth. Is it okay? So it's it's two miles less of a journey than Western Supermare. It's a bit trickier though, isn't it? It's trickier. Yeah, it's not quite. <coughs> I, I should imagine it. It's a lengthier in time. Yeah, I journey. think so. Yeah. It's a lovely drive on a nice day. Though, yeah. Up and over the hills, up there. But I digress. Those black down hills, is it? Is it the black? No, the black down hills are up on the Devon Somerset border. Yeah, so which is the ones that you you do go through some hills on that? You do. Yeah, you do. Around Axminster and Dalwood and Honiton. Yeah, that might be the lower fringes of the black down hills. Actually, yeah. Should we make? Should we say that? It's the black down hills, guy. It's the black down hills, Rich. Uh, Keelan O'Connell is in the Weymouth squad at the moment and has been retained. Right. So we'll be playing against him. He was, di- he was disappointed, not in a bad way. I mean, I, I'm not blaming him. He just wasn't quite just wasn't good quite enough. wasn't quite there, yeah. was he? But um be interesting to see, um, you know, where he, where he is in his career when we come to face him yeah. again. Because he's had a couple of seasons at Weymouth now. Um, so, yeah, that's good. Former managers of Weymouth. Oh, here we go. Frank O'Farrell. Of course. Stuart Morgan. Of course. Paul Compton. Of course. Uh, and I've written down, oh, Steve Johnson, who is Gary's brother. Oh, I believe. Right, okay. Um, there's a Steve Johnson there anyway. Uh, so many players in common with Weymouth. Again, it was one that I couldn't really do them, so I'm going to yeah, run yeah, yeah. through it. It's Graham Bond. Graham Bond. Not the one who was a blues musician in London in the 60s. No. That'll be another one for our music podcast, yeah. Rich. Paul Buckle played for Weymouth. Paul Buckle, okay. Mickey Cave was from uh, the Weymouth area great player of the late 60s early 70s you know one of those players absolutely those of us who were who started watching talking around there mickey cave was always one of the the players that was your favorite okay great player mickey cave chris curran curran yeah who of course has played for talkie plymouth and exeter he's one of those players like darren rowbottom fred binney few others you set yourself a target there didn't you very few others uh, who played for all three devon teams the goalkeeper Andy Donnelly. Yeah, there's some big names. Yeah, he was a good keeper as well. He was the keeper when I first started watching Torquay play. Tom Kelly. Wow. Played for Weymouth. Uh, do you remember the last time I saw him? <laughs> the toilet at the, the Manor. 
we, we, it's <laughs> we going to be a that, weekly occurrence. We had that it? last week, didn't we? Uh, we mentioned Andy Gurney as a former Western player. His partner in crime, Paul Gibbs, is a former oh, was Weymouth he at player. Weymouth, was he? Okay. John Impey, of course, played for wow, Weymouth. Wow, this list is brilliant. The ferocious John Impey. Yeah. After he'd finished playing football, he for a little while he was doing insurance salesman back in the day when people used to come and knock on the door. You'd buy your insurance, wouldn't you? He came and knock on the door. I forget, <laughs> I forget how much I pledged to pay, but it was it was quite a lot. If John Impey comes and asks for your insurance premium, you're going to pay it, aren't you? <laughs> Cliff Myers. Oh, there. crikey. <coughs> we talked about Chris last week. Yeah. Scott Partridge. Three. Played for Weymouth. Tim Sills played oh, for Weymouth. Oh, man. This list is... Darren Rowbottom. Wow. Alan Slough. This is a remarkable guy. And the goalkeeping and barkeeping legend, who is John Turner. Wow. Also played for Weymouth. Extraordinary list, that is. Even the birds are celebrating. Yeah. The, um, the, the way. I mean, we've played Weymouth ten times. Okay. And we've won eight of those games. Oh, that's good. Drawn we one like and that lost one, We like those stats. Which gives us an 83% wow. record against Weymouth. I've been doing, I was waiting yesterday, I was waiting for a Plymouth City Council planning meeting to start, such is my life these days. <laughs> there was some quite interesting stuff on the agenda. Okay. And trees? The, any trees on the agenda? No, no, no. There's a couple of quite good things. Uh, and I was waiting for a live stream that never began. Oh. Because they had problems. Okay. So while I was waiting for the live stream, I was scribbling numbers on my Talk United book, which okay. is how I know that we have an 83%, 83%. It's our fourth best record against any other teams in National League South next season. Wow! I've got I've got stuff to read to you in a minute. That that, that meeting must have been brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> it never started. Yeah. I'm still waiting to find out. The first time we played Weymouth, by the way, was in November 1960, an FA Cup match at Weymouth, and we won three one. Sixties quite quite late. I bet we played them in the. Uh in, in pre-league days because we both would have been in those kind of seven leagues that's a good point isn't yeah, it yeah, we, yeah before before 27 will we ever find that out whether we have or not yeah no I can, I've got the stats for that I'll have a look have a look I'm sure we played them many times in those years so that's Weymouth that's good I mean Weymouth at 78 miles you would have thought Weymouth, Yeovil, Truro are going to be our bank holiday games, yeah, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, one of those, isn't it? I mean, Western, Bath, Chippenham. Uh, Western's a possibility. Further. Yeah, but you would think, as the I mean, if 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 you're travelling on a bank holiday, the one that you want, if it's Weymouth or Western, is Western, Western isn't it? Isn't because it? it's yeah, just yeah. up the road. But that bit of the M5 between yeah. Bridgewater and Western, yeah, you wouldn't want to be stuck on there on a bank yeah, holiday. Yeah, but look what it's going to be like on that road. To I'm going to get the yeah, train. Yeah. <laughs> We'll move on. Worthing. Worthing, okay. Who we have never played before. I, I'm surprised by fixture. that. Yeah. They play on plastic. Boom. <laughs> they play on plastic. Play on real stuff. <coughs> but they have a great nickname, which I'll come to in a minute. They were formed in 1886. Wow. They play yeah. at a ground called Woodside Road, which yeah. is 181 miles from Plainmore. That's a long way. They are known as, and it's more or less the same road as, <laughs> as you go past Weymouth on the way. It is. It is. You could, well, you could make a road trip out. Yeah. They are known as the mackerel men. Are they really? Because there are three yeah. fish on their shirts, which should be a song in that, really, shouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. Three fish <laughs> on your shirt. We should sing that to yeah. them when we go up to Worthing. We should sing three fish. <laughs> but they are known. What are the fish? The mackerel. Oh, it's all. Mackerel. It all three, mackerel? three mackerel. Okay. 
So Worthing, presumably, yeah. is a south coast fishing port. It's got to be, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and they fish for mackerel, yeah. one can only assume. Uh, but, those just, are, but those days are gone. <laughs> they've just been promoted, haven't they, into this league? Yeah. Uh, they have Jake Robinson. Is he still playing? He's still there. <laughs> wow. He's 58. No, he isn't. No. But he's uh, he's been retained. Okay. Uh, so he will be playing for Worthing for the coming season. He was there last season. Um, he has re-signed. <coughs> there, Ricky Aguiar is a player that we have okay. in common. Yeah. Uh, he played for Worthing before going to Swindon, I believe, which is where we loaned him from yeah. last season. And they have just signed, and I quote from their website, the tenacious defender, Joe Felix. Okay. Now, we had Joe Felix for a little He wasn't while. a defender. He wasn't particularly tenacious. He was quick. Or a defender. He was quick, and I liked him. Wasn't he him. a winger? I, uh, yeah, I think he was. He played up at Yeovil in a very bad game for yeah. us, and he played well. He did everything. He, he really... He didn't... He was. He just he didn't, didn't quite hit the yeah, mark, did he? He didn't really make it, did he? And I wouldn't have called him a tenacious player or a, or defender. a defender. But I quite liked him. He gave everything. We, wasn't he? Yeah. And I mean, I I'm we. You, you sort of looked at him and you thought, "There's a pl- well, Gary must have. Yeah. There's a player in there. Yeah. Um, so maybe he's going to turn it on for Worthing. Mm, but he's one of those players that you think, yeah, good. I'm, I'm glad you're still, yeah, still making still a living in the it. game. Uh, famous people from Worthing? Go on. Billy Idol. Oh, I love Billy Idol. <laughs> when Billy. I when I was 16 and Vital Idol came out, it was probably, I was probably 14 when it came out, not sure of the year, I loved that album. And then, of course, I discovered Generation X and uh, and, and Chelsea and, uh, yeah, yeah, oh, fantastic. I saw Generation X at Totnes Civic Hall. No way. Totnes Civic Hall. What a band. <laughs> Billy all- Idol, Tony James, who went on to do Zig Zig Sputnik. And, this is for the music and, podcast. Yeah, and, people and, will be and turning the, off. I, in I, their think, I think the other, one of the other guys went on and formed Westworld. Do you remember them? I Sonic do. Boom Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Enough. And Keith Emerson was from Worthing, but not Lake and Palmer. No, not neither <laughs> Lake nor Palmer was from Emerson. Was from um, Worthing, but Keith Emerson. Wow. The keyboards wizard of Emerson. I was going to say, did he? <laughs> uh, the, wizards. The, the, wizard, the wizards. Worthing, the Worthing wizards. wizards. Which leaves us with just one team, Yeovil. Who? Mighty Yeovil. Yeah. If you look at and talk to fans of all the other West Country teams and you say, who's your biggest rival? Who's the team that you love to beat? Who's the team that you would love to put six past on Boxing Day? Yeovil. Bit of banter online at the moment, isn't there? (laughs) There is, yeah. Yeah. Yeovil are the other team who've come down with us, of course. They're the other team who, like us, to be fair, believe they're entitled to bounce straight back. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and not everybody can. No, there's going to be quite a rivalry with Yeovil. There is. I can see it <laughs> being interesting season in that that respect. So looking at them the same way we've looked at all the others, formed in 1895 as the Yeovil Casuals. I thought that was just a group of their fans. Yeah, but the Yeovil Casuals played at Hewish Park. The original Hewish Park, not the one that they're at now. They're at when they're the old Hewish, the old the Hewish, which had an infamous slope. Yeah. I went there once, Chalky played there in the Cup in about 1990 or something right. like that, and I went there just once, uh, and the atmosphere was fierce there, I don't remember what the result was, I remember it being a very lively afternoon on okay. the terraces, I remember the, the pitch and the slope, and it was, yeah, it was it was good, it was a good experience. Uh, if we had one wish, it's Yeovil put a roof on the away end, Yeah. 
just come on it's open 2023 the way um, we've had soakings, freezings, yep. beatings at Yeovil. Didn't you get hit in the face with a ball at Yeovil? No, that was at Forest Green oh, Rovers. That was, Forest that, Green. was uh, that was Will Hancock's in the yeah, kick-in. Good shot, Will. Forest Green Rovers. The ball <laughs> came up off a crash barrier in front of me and um, destroyed o- you. Opened my nose quite spectacularly. <laughs> they have just signed. Yeovil have just signed Josh Hours, the son of Gary. Have they from Bristol City? Okay, didn't know that. So he's been at Bristol City mm. for a while. They've just signed him. They've got a new owner, a chap called Martin Hellier, who reckons he's put two million yeah. into the club. I mean, they were in quite a state. Quite a state. It looked like they were on the verge. But, um, yeah. Gary Johnson, of course, managed them. He won the FA Trophy with them in 2002. Yeah. Promotion to the Football League from um, non-league yep. 2013 the league one playoff final which they won and they had a glorious season in the championship yep. uh, the highest they've ever reached they were good times it's only recently they've got rid of that giant picture of Gary Johnson yeah he wasn't happy about that was he, <laughs> he wasn't and quite rightly too um, up until you can't change your history <coughs> up until a couple of years ago arriving at Hewish Park there was a 20-30 foot tall picture of Gary yeah. Johnson on the side of the stadium which um we mentioned it to him, didn't we, just before the game at Christmas? And, and, he, and, and it had gone. Yeah, he said it's gone. He was a bit hurt, Yeah, I thought. Yeah. Um, but there you go. We'll put one on the side of Playmore. Yeah. I, I reckon if he gets us another National League South Championship this season, they should put one on the side of the stand at Playmore. Um, they've got Alex Fisher. Okay. Still up there. Um, played a few games for us. Played more for Exeter, didn't he? Alex Fisher. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they've released Chiori Johnson. Wow, okay. Um, who we had, who is another player that Gary could certainly see something in. But we couldn't. <laughs> oh, yeah, but we couldn't quite get it out of him. He went to Yeovil, had a season there, got himself sent off towards the end of the season, mm. I think. Uh, and he's been released. They've just signed Jamie Sendall Dwight. Yes. And they've just re signed Reese Murphy. Which is the interesting one because there's a lot of banter about that on online is there? I haven't yeah. seen that yeah what's the gist of the banter well I, I think I think yeah, some Yeovil fans found Torquay's delight in the signing of um, Lewis Collins yeah a bit much okay and so when they signed yeah Reese Murphy I think he went the other way <laughs> well he went to South End didn't he for one season yeah um, probably didn't get paid <laughs> probably not but he's back yeah um, and did a good player. Yeah. Good signing for All them. All right. Yeah. Okay. But um, yeah, no, it's not going to set the world on fire. But there we go. Chris Todd is there, of course. Of course he as is. As assistant manager, yeah. Phil Osborne is there as goalkeeper coach. Yeah. So two former members of um, Gary and Aaron's staff crew yep. at Plainmore are there. Um, there are loads of reasons for rivalries. Players that we have in common. Obviously, Chris Hargreaves was the manager there yes. last season. Some of these names will make you go misty-eyed. Jimmy Agri oh. played for Yeovil yep. at one time. Derek like Dawkins, Jimmy. of course, played for Yeovil the dude. at one time. Um, Ryan Dixon yep. played at Yeovil. Rory Fallon, oh, wow. the New Zealand yeah, international yeah, yeah, yeah. ice cream maker. Yeah, had a couple of games for us, didn't he? Did. Kevin yeah. Nicholson signed him, I yeah. think. And you know there was a thought that maybe he might be... A key to getting us mm. uh, getting us up at the league didn't quite work out. Adrian Foster oh. played for Yeovil. Martin Gritton, oh. Leon Hapgood, oh. he of the famous curtains oh. haircut. Yeah. <coughs> Paul Hirons. Wow, this is another listener. Uh, David Woosley, yes, 
played for Yeovil and Kiefer Moore. The, the wonderful, Kiefer wonderful Moore. Kiefer Moore. Now, Kiefer Moore played for Yeovil while his career was in the doldrums a Yeah, it bit. was a weird one. Didn't we... We loaned him from... We loaned him from Forest, Forest Green. Green, but... He went from Yeovil to Forest how, Green. How could he not get in these teams? It's weird. I know. We loaned him from Forest Green. Kevin Nicholson all but had his signature on a bit of paper. This yeah. is an old story. Uh, when um, McCarthy came in. Ipswich. Him. Ipswich, yeah. yeah. Um, and the rest is history. Yeah. So he's not looked back since. Yeah. So uh, there you go. But yeah, so many players in common. We played them 17 times. Yeah, I'm not surprised by that. We won eight. Yep. Drawn four. Yep. Lost five. They are the 13th. Those 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 um, derbies around Christmas and New Year have been interesting games over the last couple of they years, have. haven't they? One of your favourite games against them, I imagine, November 2007, FA Cup first round game at Playmore. Yep. It was live on TV because we were in the conference and they were in League One. That's not somebody flying a banner overhead saying, no, it isn't, it's just... <laughs> Uh, Marcus Stewart put them in front. I watched yeah. this game on YouTube yesterday, you? by the way. It's yeah, yeah, good goals in this game. Paul Buckles, our manager. Russell Slade is theirs. The BBC match of the day put a little montage together, starting with Forty Towers. Did they? Well done, BBC. With uh, Ray Stubbs as John Cleese. Um, wow. It wasn't particularly successful. No. I'll, I'll come back to Russell Slade in a minute <laughs> when he's finished. So Marcus Stewart put them in front. Then Chris Todd equalised for us Danny Stevens put us in front and then the same players scored again in the oh, second wow. half we beat them 4-1 quite a game worth yeah. looking at online I, I should have a look ignore the first bit the Forty Towers thing because it's not really very good so back in the day when I worked for the <coughs> Indy and I ghost wrote or oh, do we tell people yeah I suppose you can do <laughs> Gary Johnson's column as manager of Yeovil Town did you? yeah ok so you and Gary go back a yeah, long, yeah, long way a very long way yeah. ok um he got the job at Bristol City. Yeah. Um, after asking B put in the frame for it. Anyway, that's beside the point. Um, and Russell Slade turned up at, at Yeovil. Yeah. So uh, I ghost wrote, well, I thought I was going to go strike Russell Slade's column, but he liked to do it himself. Right. And okay. boy, did it take a lot of sorting <laughs> out when it came in by email 20 minutes for, before yeah. deadline. It's one of them. You oh. See, there is a noble tradition in ghostwriting columns. My one of my first ever jobs in a newspaper was ghostwriting Mike Green's column. Right. That didn't take much ghostwriting. I'd go and see Mike Green at Plainmore uh, on a Monday, I think, after the game, which was a massive treat. When you're 18 years old yeah. and a Torquay fan, you get sent up go and go and interview the manager for his column. And Mike, being a, a, a fabulous bloke, was full of ideas and yep. he would point me in the right direction. And it didn't. It wasn't an onerous job at all. <laughs> Um, but you know, managers over the year. When you see a manager's column in a newspaper, it's often based on a chat with a yeah, reporter, rather than them actually writing it. I know Gary likes to do his own. I know there are other managers who like to do their own, but a lot of them are helped, shall yeah. we say? And so, Mike, Mike Green, that was just a great privilege to do yeah. that. So Russell Slade liked to do his own. Yeah, wasn't that? Uh, not being not not being good at it is, is the wrong thing to say. I'm trying to work it to be diplomatic, but it but it was quite it took quite a lot of sorting out before it became readable. There's a I mean there's an important point to make here, isn't it? That you wouldn't expect a football manager to be a natural writer any no. more than you would expect you or I to be a natural to go and football, play football. Exactly. Yeah. So exactly. Um, you know we we don't hold that against anybody. 
but uh, yeah interesting times mm. so did, did the column last for a while because managers also down the years managers I don't want to do this anymore and it, they kind of drop by the wayside I'm struggling sometimes. to remember I don't think I this will be I don't think I was at the Indy for much no. longer I, I moved to London then so I think I think it was probably still going when I left but I didn't do it for a long time I don't think oops, sorry I don't think whoever came in after Mike you just woke in you just woke in about half the, half the have, audience yeah, sorry, up, yeah. I was woken Hayden up for a start <laughs> but uh, yeah I don't think whoever came in after Mike Green had a column in the Torbay News so I think that kind of stopped there yeah. and then. but there you go so I do have a few figures that okay. I just more, more figures the distances okay the furthest trip we've got next season is Braintree okay 276 miles brain in a tree Chelmsford is 266 Dover is 265 uh, Averley mm -hmm. 225 and Come on, you goals. five, Maidstone, 224. Wow, okay. And that's all the two others, <coughs> is it? The closest ones, Truro, 33, Taunton, 54, and Yeovil, 68. One of those three, it'll be Christmas and, and New Year, won't it? Bound to be. Yep. What else did I write down? Oh, the number of times we've played against teams. The team in the league that we've played the most is Yeovil. Yeah, not surprised. 17 times, Maidstone, 13 times, Dover, 12 times, and Weymouth, 10 times. Averley and Worthing never. Wow, so those two, yeah. And then I had a little look at the number of the, the kind of percentage points that we get against teams. There's a zero, and the zero percent we have never got a point off Tombridge Angels in the one game. In the one game. <laughs> <laughs> but there are hundreds. We've got a hundred percent record in three games against Hemel Hempstead, and we've got a hundred percent record in two games against Truro. Interesting. The others are, I mean, Yeovil, we've got a 55% record against Yeovil. Have that? Maidstone, we only have a 20% record Ooh. against Maidstone, so we could do with doing something with like that. 61% record against Dover. Um, and 83% uh, record against Weymouth. Mm, interesting. So these are all my scribbles while I was waiting What's for that Bath to begin. Bath, we have a 75% record wow. against Bath. We've played them four times and they are 18th in the league of how far away teams are <laughs> you had some time on your hands didn't you <laughs> you've no idea what it's like you're sitting there staring at a blank youtube screen <laughs> waiting for a council meeting to start thinking i've got to keep myself awake somehow here. <laughs> so i crunched some numbers for you so brilliant well so done nobody else Excellent. had to so there we go i think i'm gonna take that away from me i've got a column for next week now <laughs> you have you can have it take it away <coughs> we've got coughs we've got colds it's hay fever season mm. we're sitting outside in the bird song hope you're having a good summer yep we're hoping that there'll be a little bit more football to talk about soon have we had a date when talking returned to training yet you imagine it'll be the week before yeah. the first yeah friendly. i mean the two the two behind closed doors I, I can see why they've done that as well by the way yeah this this is a, a slightly different pre-season from others in, in in the respect that he's got his team he knows his team. Yeah, he's got 16 players. Yeah, and he knows those players, and he knows how he wants them to play, and they know how he wants them to play. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that's... It's going to be more about fitness, isn't it? It is. And we're thinking, looking at the squad, you probably need another central defender. And one more striker. And you probably need another yeah. striker, yeah. which would take him to 18 players, which is exactly what he said he wanted yeah. at the end of the season. He said he was looking for a squad of 17, 18 players. Yep. 16 are already on board. He's got to be looking for the other two. Don't know if we're going to sign any youth players. We said no. that already. Um, yeah. 
Also, I don't know if uh, we'll get any loans in. Uh, possibly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Couple loans in for the start of the season once Maybe. once those players have gone through pre-season with their clubs. We shall see. Who knows? But it's it's quite a quite a luxurious position to be it in. It is to a have very good those position. Sixteen players signed yeah. on. Yeah. No speculation. No. Nope. There's no anxiety waiting for waiting for Dom to do the countdown to the ten signings. Or yeah. Whatever, yeah. Exactly. It's the way Torquay have, have done it the last couple of seasons. Nice bit of theatre that they do with that. But they, they won't be doing that this season. No. So interesting. Very, and very and interesting. we might start a season without having two players on the team sheet that we'd never heard of before I know well, well what's going to happen with A trialist and B trialist I know. we're not going to have trialists turning up are yeah. we I, I suspect we will but yeah. um, whether we'll there's not sign any I mean and, were, unless anyone is, is out of this world I don't think you're going to be looking in that direction are you it's going to be a very interesting pre-season particularly as the first two games are behind closed yep. doors and away from home yep so we're not going to know very much about those games. No. We'll, we'll probably just get the result on the goal scorers. We'll only we'll yeah. only find out what the club wants us to find out about those games. Yeah. So you know it's very much a, a training session where they can try out yeah, some exactly, stuff. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Interesting. A pre-season like we've never known. Yeah, before. it's a, a different one. A different one. It is. Thank you for listening. Yeah, I'm Thanks sorry we've been a very. It's been very quiet and slow, isn't it? Has. Yeah. Has. but if you've stuck with us this far thank you very much there's going to be some excitement soon there is there'll be signings there'll be players yeah. the pl- well, I assume the players will be back um, into pre-season training probably the first week I in July I would have thought so yeah yeah so they've still got they've a couple still of weeks got a couple, yeah I mean, uh, Jack Stobbs is still in Thailand still in Thailand they've, they've yeah. still got a couple of weeks to greelish it up in the yes. pots of yeah. Europe <laughs> <laughs> yeah, doesn't hold back, does he? He doesn't hold back. He's got that. There's a lovely piece uh, in the Guardian about him the other day as this sort of unreconstructed party animal player who just the season's over. I've done my stuff. I'm now going to go and enjoy myself. Yeah. Take pictures if you want to. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know, that's that's very much Jack Grealish, isn't it? But uh, there you go. He'll see. Isn't he in the England squad for these games this weekend? Probably. Yeah. So he's going to have to come down to earth. Yeah. <coughs> fairly rapidly. If they want to play, if Gareth Southgate wants to play him for England yeah. this weekend, let's wait and see. Thanks for joining us. Um, this has been another uh, Yellow Army podcast. We will have some news fairly soon about a music podcast. If that's your thing, yeah, we'll be. Doing, Let me get uh, to America first and come back, and then uh, we'll be talking like uh, middle-aged old men about music. Yeah, um, Guy and Richard and do music, <laughs> but we'll be back next week doing football. Yeah, and we'll finish as ever. Come, come on, on, you yellows! yellows. Perfect bird song as well for that one. Come on, you yellows. Flying high below the Wembley Archway sky today. Come on, you yellows.